Hello, my name is Andrew Gary, and welcome to Seismic Sound Off in depth conversations in applied geophysics. In this episode, Dr. Salah Al Rosary highlights his 2020 honorary lecturer tour, improving reservoir characterization using four innovative seismic technologies. In this intriguing conversation, Salah explores four new techniques to extract new geologic information from seismic data and to enhance the understanding of geologic features in a reservoir. This episode will inform you of the latest technology with a goal to improve hydrocarbon exploration and data processing. Sala works at Saudi Aramco in the Exploration Application Services Department, developing new seismic processing and attributes algorithms. He received the Saudi Aramco Excellence Award in 2015. For the full show notes and the link to Sala's talk on December 16, visit seg.org forward slash podcast. Now for our conversation. The name of your talk is Improving Reservoir Characterization Using Four Innovative Seismic Technologies. Why is this talk timely? It's timely because uh, interpreting the 3D seismic volume is an intensive and time-consuming endeavor that algorithms that provide additional information and expedite this process can therefore be useful tools for the interpreters. In addition, seismic interpreters and processors encounter ever-increasing volumes of seismic attributes in geophysical exploration each year. Multi-attribute integration and classification improve the the ability to identify geological facies and reservoir properties. Simple existing techniques will not work. We need advanced ones such as those techniques that I'm going to talk about. Well, that's a great segue into the, the next question here. So speaking of these innovative techniques, there's four of them in this talk. Could you provide just a quick overview of these four techniques that you will highlight in your talk? Sure. The first one is the seismic disorder. And the seismic disorder is an attribute that quantitatively describes the degree, the degree of randomness embedded in 3D post-stack seismic data. The seismic disorder is computed using a filter operation, which is relatively insensitive to more organized discontinuities, such as fault and channel edges, but is sensitive to chaotic reflection patterns and noisy areas. The second technology or technique is the adaptive medium filter. Current medium filters use a fixed size moving window, which does not account for either the amount of local noise or local structure. To enhance the edge-preserving capabilities of the medium filters, I incorporated a noise estimation criteria in the filter design and then adaptively changed the filter size based on local noise levels and the presence of edges. This adaptive medium filter locally balances the removal of random noise with the preservation of important geological features such as fault, fractures, and channels. The third techniques is the structure-guided self-filtering technique, which is a new seismic data smoothing filter that utilizes existing seismic attributes as guide to enhance the the resolution of subsurface structure, such as faults and fractures. 
the technique can work with edge or coherence seismic attributes to improve resolution and enhance the detection of subsurface structure in seismic data. Last but not least is the octree quantization, where we combine multiple attributes using a well-established octree quantization method to enhance the interpretation of seismic attribute volumes. The volume the, or, or the outputs capture all major features of each individual attributes that might not be visible in any single attribute. Our main objective is to break the limitation of all emerging three attributes that's currently being used widely in the industry, such as color blending. So I want to I want to look at one of the the techniques there you mentioned, and and that's going to be in this talk the the disorder attribute. So could you highlight one of the ways that the disorder attribute helps hydrocarbon exploration? Sure. Beside the random noise, randomness or disorder can also be generated by random reflection or refraction at geological features such as subsurface anomalies, fracture zone, gas chimneys, etc. Therefore, disorder level measurement is not only an important tool for seismic data processing and imaging as a quality control QC tool, but also could be the key indicator for locating some geological structures or potential hydrocarbon reservoirs. You know, one of the ways that adaptive median filtering improves seismic data is through adapting. It's in the name there. You know, for example, changing the window size of the median filter based on the noise level and the presence of edges. You know, how unique is this live adapting to the data? Yes, this is actually very unique. Usually, adapting filter is achieved by L2 norm. This is mathematically known as L2 norm optimization. But there, but here we have median filter rather than the running average or local mean filter. So we, ha we are using L1 norm. One simple example for L1 norm is, uh, is closer to human intuition. If you give a few data points and let people fit them by straight line, the human picking lines are closer to L1 norm regression result ra rather than L2 norm 1. Actually, just on a, on a historical note, John Clearabout, a famous, a very famous geophysicist, has in his website, has all his books uh, listed there, but he lists also one paper. He, he published several papers. He lists one paper, and this paper is related to L1 uh, norm paper. So he he mentioned he mentioned that there that it shows you the importance of L1 norm. Yes, mm. <laughs> the one paper he chose is that right. impressive. Yes. Yeah, you know when I I read your description of octree quantiz quantization, it, it made a lot of sense to me. Of course, you would want to integrate multiple attributes to improve one's interpretation. What is gained by combining multiple attributes? In this case, up to eight into a single attribute. Well. Octree quantization provides the capability of, of integrating maximum eight attributes. It's up to the users to decide how many attributes to merge to achieve the goal. A few advantages of combining multiple attributes. The first one, it can preserve each features 
of individual attribute into one volume to avoid navigating into each volume separately. The second uh, advantage is by combining multiple attributes, some of the geological structure that not might not be obvious in any of the individual attributes can be enhanced and become obvious after combination. Third, octree structure allows further sorting of the data into 1D and to perform data categorization. This could provide input for artificial intelligence or machine learning algorithm. And the fourth advantage, which is storage efficiency, is a noted additional advantage of the octree. I thought my professor and I were ahead of the game when we were using a four-variable macroeconomic model in, in our research, but uh, eight is uh, <laughs> a lot better than four. <laughs> yes, you know? that's actually uh, the uh, it's, uh, the oak tree came from the two, which is binary tree, and then the uh, quad tree is the four, and the oak tree is the eight, yes. You know, is, is, there, is there anything interpreters should be aware to account for when combining multiple attributes into one? Yes. The, the order uh, or sequence of the attributes make a difference. It's recommended to put most important attribute into higher byte location, although we have an algorithm to average out the sequence influence, but yet cannot completely avoid the, ra the ranking bias. In addition, selecting a relevant attributes for Octree uh, application cannot be underestimated and requires an inf the involvement of experienced seismic interpreters. You know, which of these techniques, these four techniques that you highlight, have you been most impressed with the results? <laughs> That's very interesting questions, actually. This is the question. This is, it's like my kids. I have, uh, you know, they are all the same. <laughs> but but I would say uh, adapt the, ad the adaptive medium filter and structure guided vector median provide most impressed results. Octree quantization can produce good results if interpreters, as you, as you mentioned, knows what attributes to integrate. Spectral decomposition is a good example to achieve good results using octree quantization. However, the application of seismic disorder attribute is a useful attribute for assessing the signal-to-noise ratio and data quality. In addition to helping uh, delineating delineate damage zone associated with large faults and the interior of salt dome structures, as was demonstrated not by me, but also other experts in the industries, such as uh, Dr. Kurt Marford, who is industry guru in seismic attributes. You know, in, in reading over these four techniques, it seems like they all support and back up each other. Should these techniques be used together or can one pick and choose a technique? Actually, the disorder and adaptive medium filter support each other while octree and structure-guided vector median are independent algorithms. Of course, octree and structure-guided vector median can use the input from the first two technologies. All these four techniques can be applied individually or can be combined in some way. For example, adaptive median is only applied to help prepare the seismic amplitude for further attribute computation enhance accuracy of edge extraction. Structure-guided vector median used to improve 
the edge and coherence attributes itself. Octree is provided to deal with multiple volumes. You know, what do you hope will be the takeaways for attendees of this lecture? Well, my, my intention would be to provide some field data cases, approved techniques people can use immediately to solve their issues in daily production. Also, I want the students in the audience and uh, to have broader views in their research and to grab ideas from other fields where the problem can be solved easier. So this is going to be a very actionable lecture. Thank you. Yes, I hope so. <laughs> so, so please finish this sentence. When these innovative methods reach its full potential, it will... I expect them will be the game changers for seismic data exploration and interpretation. But let's see. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is uh, very exciting. I, I have a couple wrap-up questions here. You know, what is one piece of advice you would offer someone that would like to succeed as a geophysicist? Follow the uh, leaders, follow the, the people who, who, uh, who are good role models in the industry. I, I For example, for myself, I followed uh, a person called uh, Kurt Marford. I saw how, how his style and I'm, I'm trying to learn from him. Uh, that's that's one of the how you become uh, successful usually is it's, and to learn and to read, of course, and uh, to do. Yeah, you always have to do. That's a, a good yeah, reminder. Exactly. <laughs> yes. You know, and, and lastly, if you could solve just one mystery as a geoscientist, what would you solve? I would solve really the if I could find hydrocarbon easily using seismic data. I really would like to see that in the seismic data, we could see the, hydrocar the, the accumulation of hydrocarbon easier than what we have now. That uh, would be exciting. Is there is there anything else you would like to, to share before I let you go today? No, thank you. Actually, I'd like to thank you. I'd like to thank CG for uh, letting uh, inviting me to give this talk. And I would like to encourage everybody to see my talk and give uh, give me their opinions. And and again, especially for the students, I want them really to see how I come up with these research ideas. It's not really, they don't come from geophysics. As you mentioned, yes, you are, it came from economy, from image processing, from other fields. There are some solutions that are there, with, but we need to go and look for them. Yeah, that cross-disciplinary aspect is is getting more and more essential, I think, in today's world. So, exactly. yes, yeah. yes, and we will we'll have links uh, in the show notes of this episode to your talk, and and thank you for you know being so prepared for this talk and excited to to see what uh, others learn from you. Thank you very much, Andrew. I really appreciate uh, your time and effort too. Thank you for listening to SEG's flagship podcast, Seismic Sound Off. SEG produces these episodes to benefit its members, the geophysics community, and inform the public on the value of the science. To show your support for the show, please share this episode with a friend, colleague, or manager that would enjoy hearing this show. Your recommendation is the single best action you can take on behalf of SEG's podcast. Go to the website at seg.org forward slash podcast to find all the episodes and learn how you can subscribe for free directly on your phone. Original music by Zach Bridges. This episode was hosted, edited, and produced by Andrew Gary at 51 Features. 
The SEG podcast team is Ted Bakamjan, Jennifer Crockett, Ali McGinnis, and Mick Sweeney. Thank you for listening. This is Seismic Sound Off, signaling off.